0: Hey, what's up everyone, it's Latif and welcome to the Good Night Freestyle Podcast and this is episode 576. Uh, I noticed a lot of new people coming on, I just want to introduce myself. Uh, If you are following me, you probably already know who I am, my name is Latif Mercado, I have been in this freestyle game for, I'll say 30 years, I I gotta be top in 30 by now. Um, I started this game as uh, basically as a writer for Little Susie when she was little. Okay, so I wrote her first song when she was like five years old or so, you know. Wrote a couple songs for her, and then as she got older, I wrote a few more. And I started going on the road with her as a road manager. Her father and I were best friends. Still are. Uh, we worked in the same building in Manhattan. Um, I was into rap. His daughter was the little girl, and we just connected. That story is in this uh, podcast somewhere. You got to look for it. Um, Today I am still, uh, freestyle has been my 100% livelihood for, I got to say now, 100%. Well, for pretty much uh, since my early, very early 20s, 23, 24. um, (coughs) Now I was in the game earlier than that. And then I was incarcerated, did some time. Uh, so I was in, I was out in the in the market with Lil Susie before I knew who Johnny O was or George Lamont or Quora or Stevie B or I think the only people that was out that I remember seeing that I was a fan was like Lisa Lisa. I wasn't yet a fan of Stevie B. I ended up being a fan later on. Actually, I'll tell you how I first heard about Stevie B. I used to get um, any of you old school techs, so all you guys who did productions and DJing, and really like uh, music productions, way back in the days, you bought keyboards and drum machines, you probably subscribed to a magazine called EQ, okay, um, if you subscribe to that, and you was a regular subscriber, then you will remember the issue, uh, that came out, with Stevie B on it, and, um, uh, I remember reading his whole story, and I was extremely fascinated. And then the song, the first song that I ever um, I learned from him, <clears throat> that I, I knew that was him, was uh, the Postman song, um, uh, Because I Love You. Because I love you, I'll be right by your side. All right, anyway. I'm not gonna go there But um, yes, yeah, so that was the first time I, I um I, I got to meet him uh, Well, I got to know who he was and then it was so weird because it was like years later. I did a show in a, um, a Club called decos in Orlando Beautiful club. It's actually used to be run by one of my my good friends now. Johanna who's uh, He's not into the into the club scene anymore, but him and I still stay in touch in fact, um he used to be a part of my label, Stylin' Free Records, and it's so crazy because his email is still of Free Records, SFR, which I always crack up about that, which I think is like really cool, but that's my boy. Whenever I go to Orlando, I always try to look him up. But anyway, <coughs> Susie had to be about 14, I would say, I'll have to guess, and um, uh, we were doing a show in Decos, okay? And Stevie was performing that night, and I remember it was a really cool club. And I remember him coming off of the stage, and he, I was with Susie and her mother. And he came off, and as soon as he came off, he saw Susie and his, her mom, and he gave them a hug and a kiss, and he greeted them. And Susie turned and introduced him to me. I was a road manager. She says, "Stevie, this is uh, my road manager, Latif." So he looks at me, and he said, "Latif." He goes, "You Muslim?" I said, "Yeah." He goes. Bahim, which is his Muslim name. I did not know this. I'm like, Islam alaykum. He said, I like Islam. And we connected at that point. We connected. And I remember we hung out that night. We actually, I think it was in the morning on the day and the I think it was in the morning we we connected to make prayer. We prayed together. Um and that's the first time him and I, you know, and we've always had a mutual res- respect. We've done business and we've had our ups and downs. We had a little clash of the titans at one point nobody's fault it was just a regular just disagreement but anyway um (coughs) I have respect for him listen Stevie B is Stevie B I think a lot of people that don't like him honestly I I hate to say it guys some of you guys are my friends a little jealousy there it's gotta be a little jealousy um he doesn't make just I'm a booking agent he makes a considerable amount of money for what he does. And he's not even like a few dollars above like the, high, the, the next highest person, like he's way up there, you know? So, um, that, you know, money plays a role in how, how people act. I find him always, he's always been respectful for me, to me. You know what I mean? He just, he runs a business, the business is himself. He, he carries himself a certain way and he handles his own business. He doesn't use a manager. So yeah, you know, he has to wear two hats and I understand. So but anyway, that's the first time I um I got to make, meet Stevie, you know. Uh acts like uh George Lamont. So uh George Lamont I started seeing behind um behind stage in the backstage uh on several concerts um in New York. And we got to do it. So every time you saw go, Yo, what's up la? la? And Lalizo, T- La he goes, he calls Tweezy, Tweezy, right? Tweezy, Tweezy, he goes, he Tweezy. <laughs> yeah. They said Tweezy. <laughs> so <laughs> another one. I had a little, a little. We bumped heads because of that whole phony situation, and uh, my my. It was just a lot of stuff. So a lot of people that he <coughs> yeah, had been friends with <coughs> for many years, I had to attack. And I had to, you know, we were duking it out. So I guess he, you know, he picked a side and, um, and you know, those were his people. I understand. Can't hate for somebody because my people are going to have my back and I'm going to have my people's back. So, but we squashed that also. You know, once everything started getting smoothed over, I started making calls and saying, hey, man, listen, I just want to apologize for whatever, whatever I might have done to offend you or to hurt you and, and, and in general our situation, you know. But uh so we've known each other for a very long time, so whenever we see each other, it's cordial. Um, and I just booked them on a couple of shows, so we're good. Um, TKA. TKA was another one, so so weird, right? So TKA was the first boy group that because I saw them in the Puerto Rican Day Parade. So I was a little bit, I don't know that with the guys, I was a little bit more into I was listen, I'm not even gonna say intimidated. I'm never intimidated. That's a bad word shy shy even with guys so with the artists, i was very shy like i wouldn't just go and approach them it took a lot for me to ask for autographs which is why a lot of them i never got autographs because i was just shy i think till this day i'm still like but which i shouldn't be i should be asking these guys for shy, for for autographs and selfies and so on so but anyway um so tk i used to run into a lot on the road it was always like hey what's up and they used to swing by and just you know say hi to everybody backstage and go about their business, so I never sat there and really dealt with them. Um, later on, I started booking them through Vito Bruno, which was managing at them at that point. And uh, I started, I was the agent, I started putting them on shows, and they got to know who I am. Whenever you're the agent, they start to know who you are. And then when they saw me, they would say, what's up? And it started to get very cordial, very open, um, and then again, disagreements because of other uh aspects that were going on and uh and but i've worked with all there's four members really k uh tony angel and ab <clears throat> and you know a lot of discrepancies between that and then of course k has his swing kids low centre uh and i've always been cool with them and of course um there was an issue because they were just part of the camp so you know it was just a lot of friction and matter of fact next month i'm going to see these guys for the first time in very long time so um so um so yeah so it's gonna be uh it's 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 gonna be kind of it kind of tense but i'm looking forward to it you know like i want to just kind of sweep that under the rug you know um anyway what else what else is going on uh what else did i meet? Um, was, was Johnny O, first time I ever met Johnny O. I was actually coming out of prison, came out of prison, and I was working in security uh, at the airport, LaGuardia airport. And I knew that I couldn't, I wasn't doing music yet, but I knew who everybody was and I had my connections, but they didn't know who I was. And I see this long stream of artists come through. Uh, Cynthia was on it, Johnny O, that's when Dream Boy, Dream Girl first kicked off. Uh, Tony Moran was on that lineup. And there was a couple other people that I didn't recognize right offhand. Um, <clears throat> I don't remember who they were. I don't remember seeing them. So, or I would have, uh, <coughs> I would have remembered now, but oh yeah, that was also this one and this one. Um, uh, I remember Cynthia because uh, I remember they used to roll with the reel-to-reel and they couldn't put it uh, through the conveyor belt, through the X-ray. So I remember that being a, a big deal. Um, later on, I got to work with all these people started seeing them on the road, we started meeting each other, we would eat, um, and then I had the connection, so when promoters would ask me for certain acts, I would pick up the phone, contact those acts, and book them, and make my, my, my money from it, so, and I've told you guys the stories, the story about, with that, you know, um, acts like Shannon, I remember Shannon, I was a little, very shy with Shannon, because I was like Shannon, I was a fan, I was a fan of all her music, I thought every record that she did was great. Um, and I used to see her in the airport and she walked by. She was very friendly, but I never really said hi to her. And then after a while came time, she got to know who I was. I got to know who she is and I know her, her manager slash husband. And they're some of my favorite people. Like I love to go to a show and they're there. They just, you know, there's just some people you like to be around. I mean, I'm at the point now, really, I like to be around everybody. I kind of look forward to seeing the acts. Um, Quarrel. Um, I started doing a lot of New York shows with them, with Susie, um, and that was always a, a, a that was always tension. I'll tell you why, because Carl liked to smoke his weed, <laughs> his whole crew liked to smoke the weed, and we had to be in the in the car. So I remember that happened the first time, and it just wasn't good. I had Susie with me, and after that, um, unfortunately, though I like to hang with them and I don't smoke, so they don't smoke. Uh, We had to take a separate separate car, so we couldn't take cars with them. At that point, that pretty much established the the routine of everybody pretty much having their own vehicles after that, you know what I mean? So when we would get limos, everybody pretty much got their own cars. We didn't really share cars, unless it was in the same neighborhood and everybody was cool about sharing the car, going back. We were cool. I used to enjoy that. That was actually cool to be in a limo. You have all these artists that you're familiar with, you know? Um, uh, who else was who else? Noel, Noel, um, I started working with Noel very long time ago Noel, there was a time where I used to actually deliver his deposits. Uh, I think he was living in Queens. Uh, so I used to take my car and I used to drive down and I used to deliver him his, his, his money at his house because I was, I wasn't far. So I didn't want to send, uh, back then we used to send checks or money orders. And I didn't want to do that. So I was like, yo, I'll just bring you your money. And we got to know each other like that. Matter of fact, I uh, just booked Noel now for a couple of shows. <coughs> um, so anyway, uh, what else, what else, what else? Who else? Who else? I mean, really, guys, I've worked with everybody. Know. Lisa Lisa, um, Lisa, Lisa, I was booking a long time ago. And she was very, very inexpensive because the market was pretty much dead. She makes about 10 times the amount now. Okay, eight times the amount of now of what I used to uh, book her back then. Um, and I remember uh, I called her manager, uh, Stephanie Sirocco, who passed away. Um, me and Stephanie had a really great relationship. What's so crazy about Stephanie is that her and I never met in person. We, never, we did a lot of money in business, and we never met in person. It was just one of those situations. Um, I think her illness, she has cancer was really getting to her because, um, I don't know, there was just a little bit more tension when I would talk to her, you know, than it was, you know, normally. Normally her and I could get on the phone and we could talk forever. Now it got to a point where it just seemed like it was all business for her. And I learned later on that she was ill and um, I understood at that point. Um, Yeah, anyway. Man, I could, I could, I'm trying to think who else is missing. Think, okay, Judy Torres, another one. Judy Torres um, is just someone I used to run into at the back in the concerts all the time. And Judy knew I was an agent. And I remember her reaching out and saying, you know, when do, uh, you know, when you go call me for a show? You know, and, and then uh, finally, you know, I called her and uh, started booking her from that point on. Um, Trini and Debbie Deb, I had called them for the first time. I never knew them, never did shows with them, but I ended up reaching out and finding them and they were both pretty much laid back. They weren't doing much. And I basically booked them on their first shows. Uh, So I brought a lot of them back into the market, you know, years later. Uh, Will they remember? One day I'm gonna get them all together and see if they remember that. (laughs) Um, uh, To Groups like Freestyle. Don't Stop the Rock, it's automatic. Um, always running into them on the road. And we were doing California, we did Texas, we do Miami, they were there and they were always real, real cool with me and they knew I was an agent and they knew I was cool and they wanted to get down. And so I always try to look out for them. They always looked out back, so. Um, uh, and then I put them as part of the Freestyle Music Awards, which was really cool and a really solidified our relationship. Matter of fact, I spoke to them yesterday, today, actually. Yeah, spoke to them today. Um, well the head, LB, anyway um, who else we got out there uh, I told you, uh, Cynthia again another one, behind the scenes Lizette, so Lizette Lizette always had this really, like people don't know her, I like Lizette I do Lizette has this thing about her She's comes across as unapproachable and that's only because you don't know her that's just her, that's just her personality um, I don't think she means anything by it um when you come up and you introduce yourself she's cool she talks but you know sometimes you have an artist has that look they're very into hey man take care of business they're not really and sometimes that could be because they don't have someone else handling that you know that other end um <clears throat> but uh uh so i got to know lizette a little bit on the road i was running into her and then we ended up doing a show uh in rhode island and it was angel and it was Lizette. And we traveled, so we got in the car, well, they picked them up in Jersey, and then they came and they picked us up. And then from there we went to Rhode Island. And we so we had like a four hour drive in the limo, and she was with her husband, and Angel was with me. We got to know each other, and when we got home, I had come up with the idea of, of putting S.A.L., for those who don't know, S.A.L. was a concept group that I put together featuring Little Susie, Angel, the original cover girl, and Lizette Melendez. So, it was a dope, dope concept. Did really well. Made a lot of money. Um, <clears throat> and um, we um, we did the show. We came back. I liked her performance. The first time I really checked out her performance, saw the crowd, and you know, got to know her because we got to know her on a whole different level. And uh, when we got home, I asked Angel. I said, "Hey, what about bringing Lizette in on the SA on the? It wasn't called SA then, on the group concept with you and Susie." And she goes, yeah, it sounds. Angel's always cool with, like, good ideas, you know. And I ended up picking up the phone call in Lizette, and we started to talk. And she loved the idea, and we, we rolled with it, man. We blew it up. It was a great idea. And I ended up calling it S-A-L. Uh, not realizing that the damn thing was called, it was spelled Sal. <laughs> but it was a perfect thing, and people to this day still ask for that. So, But, um, uh, but yeah, so that's how we... Ended up working. Matter of fact, I saw Lizette, what, last month sometime. We saw her at the hotel. Spoke to her a couple weeks ago. Her birthday just passed. Um, we couldn't make it. She invited us to come, but there's no way we can make it. Um, yeah, and, uh, that's pretty much it. I'm trying to think who else, uh, you know, acts like Karina. I met her on the road, you know, just booking backstage, you know, um, uh Crystal Waters backstage, Freedom Williams from CNC Music Factory. Uh, I booked him quite a bit. I used to put him on the road a lot. Uh, so a lot of these a lot of these acts of seduction, sweet sensation. I've dealt with both the original. I've never booked the ones with uh uh Betty and, and the two dancers. That's Sweet Sensation today. Um and um I've been, done the other original with Sheila Marty and uh, Margie and uh try to book him and then the group kind of fell apart right in the midst of my booking. So never really got the opportunity to book him uh, for that. Uh, Suave, again, uh, met him on the road um, and started booking him at a lot of shows. So I have a good, I'm I'm fortunate. I have quite quite a few, I have some really good relationships with these artists. I know every single one of them. So it's pretty cool. I'm very fortunate, I'm very grateful. Uh, for what I do. You know, when I think about it like that, see, breaking it down to you guys, um, it kind of, because I've never done that before, it kind of re-reiterates, um, um, the blessing of what I do. It's really, uh, uh, it's really an incredible thing, you know? So, oh, and don't forget, you no, know, I know a bunch of hip hoppers, Scorpio, Melly Mel, Rob Bass is one of my boys, Dougie Fresh, his whole crew, um, 69 boys, um, I've worked with Color Me Bad, Um, I've done a lot of R&B acts I never met, Uh, Keep Sweat, Belbiv DeVoe, oh man, Um, oh, um, uh, Supersonic, JJ Fad. but I know them personally, so I've booked them myself. And, uh, but that's it, I just wanted to share that with you guys, I hope that was kind of cool, I thought it was cool, Um, I like kind of going back. Um tomorrow uh bring the kids after they come from school we gotta bring them back to their mama's house and then um get back, finish what we gotta do, pack, and then we leave on Thursday. to LA, two shows. Uh looking forward to it and not looking forward to it. <laughs> you know, so COVID is out there, that's the reason. So but anyway, listen, I just wanted to reach out to you guys and say thank you for tuning in. Quite a few newbies, newbies that came on. I appreciate you. Hope you hang in there uh so i talk about what's on my mind it's called goodnight freestyle i'd rather talk to you before I, I shut down for the night whatever's happening whatever's going through my my day if it's good stuff bad stuff i had a problem with a, with an artist sometimes I don't, I don't mention names just not to start no shit. but i can let you know what's going on <clears throat> uh sometimes i talk about new shows coming up if i book them if i'm part of them. what to look out for you know sometimes i give you tips and stuff um so it's it is um, sometimes I could be sick. I'm not feeling good. I'll let you know. I had a bad tooth last week. I took off for a whole week. I could not talk to you guys for nothing. <laughs> so I was like, you know what, man? You guys got to wait because I can't even talk. And I was taking these painkillers, so that wasn't helping. So. But anyway, listen, I just want to reach out, say thank you again for tuning in. And um, until tomorrow, good night, freestyle.